Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We got a preview of the Jacksonville Jags last year, 115. <laughs> they finished fourth in the AFC South. Their win total after a one-win season. Are we talking Jags now? Absolutely. It jumps up to six and a half. It's minus 110 both ways over at BetMGM. So one in 15 last year, fourth in the AFC South. Could have lost them all, didn't. Resilience. Right now, BetMGM has the win total six and a half, minus 110 both ways. To make the playoffs this year over at BetMGM for the Jags. To answer yes, plus 350 odds. (laughs) To answer no, minus 450. Yikes. To win the AFC, 66 to one odds. To win the Super Bowl. Year one with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. That'd be something. 125 to one odds. To, to win, win the, the AFC South. South. Jinx. Plus Minnesota. 900. They add Marvin Jones, who I love. Well, it could have been worse. They could have been the Texans. The Texans plus 2,500 to win the AFC South. So they're not the bottom I mean, of the barrel. I wouldn't. I don't think the Texans win a game this year. I'm going to stand by that. I don't think the Texans win one football game. Uh, they add Marvin Jones, wide receiver, who I like. They add uh, Shaq Griffin, defensive back. Yep. And then they add Carlos Hyde. And that doesn't make any sense because let's go to the draft. All right. The first overall pick, we've known what the first overall pick, who it was going to be the last two years. It was going to be Trevor Lawrence. No big surprise right there. Where I was surprised was the Travis Etienne pick. I absolutely love Travis Etienne out of Clemson. What I like about Etienne is, like you saw the offseason workouts, he was running wide receiver routes. He's going to catch balls out of the backfield. He's a burner. He could take it to the house on every single carry. But you have James Robinson. You pick up Carlos Hyde. I get it. You know, you got to be able to run the football in this league. Makes sense. But how are you going to get carries for all these guys? You know what I mean? And I know that they've came out. They've said uh, ETN's actually going to be the third down back. I just don't want a Pete Carroll syndrome where Carlos Hyde is getting like 15 touches a game. Also in the third round, they take uh, Tyson Campbell out of Georgia, who I also really love at the defensive back position. I liked a lot of corners in this draft, man. But uh, all right. Jags begin training camp Tuesday, July 27th. Uh, The big story there is going to be Urban Meyer is now an NFL head coach. Trevor Lawrence, we've been waiting for this guy to enter the league. We finally get to see what he can do. They add Marvin Jones, so he's going to have some weapons. He gets to play with ETN, which I kind of like. You know, you got the college teammates back together. ETN's a ball. Bro, I don't care where ETN is on the field. I don't care if he's a receiver, running back, fullback, halfback, which whatever happened to halfbacks, by the way. Remember HBs? Yeah, don't see him anymore. He he's probably one of the more incredible players that I've seen, especially coming out of Clemson. Led the FBS in in scrimmage yards and touchdowns from eighteen to twenty. Yeah, FBS best two thousand five hundred seventy one yards after contact. After contact, ladies and gentlemen, after contact. I'm not talking the things you put in your eyes. One hundred eighty seven forced missed tackles in three seasons. The last three seasons, only the power only power five player with at least four thousand rushing yards and a thousand receiving yards in the career. Since at least the year 2000. He's phenomenal. He's awesome. So I don't care where they you Just get him the freaking ball. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Just had to add that real quick. No. And I, and I don't know if they're really going to use him as a third down back. I don't know if Carlos Hyde's actually going to get touches. Maybe on the goal line. But the only thing is, are you really going to take the football out of James Robinson's hands? He had the most scrimmage yards. 1,414 by an undrafted rookie in NFL history. 
The most scrimmage yards by an undrafted rookie in NFL history. Well, can James you ever have too much firepower at that position? No, and I mean, you and especially figure, the, the load that running backs take. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anything could happen. And they're going to be a running football team. I mean, at least the first couple weeks of the season. Because Trevor Lawrence is starting week one. For, for sure. They came out today. They said he will be ready to go for training camp. He'll be out there game one of the preseason. That, it's going to be so nice to have preseason football back. Because, like, you got to look at it. And that's why... I was shocked. At, I mean, I was really high on Justin Herbert. I've told the story a bunch of times, but I was shocked at how good he was his rookie year just because he didn't have a real training camp because of the COVID situation, didn't even really get to get together with his teammates, and then there was no preseason for any of the rookies to get any snaps. So that's why I hate how everybody's already out on Tua. The guy got thrown right into NFL action, man, without ever taking a snap in preseason. Yeah. Uh, the other big story for the Jags, obviously, tight end Tim Tebow. But I want to talk about Trevor Lawrence, too. Don't, go ahead. First and foremost, the only thing that, com- that concerns me about Trevor Lawrence and the success, because, of course, what we're talking about here is the success of the Jacksonville Jaguars taking the over, the under, their six-and-a-half win total. That's what matters. Um, with the number one overall pick, you know, those guys are 13-31-2 and two as rookies. The quarterback selected number one overall. So they, they're it's very rough for them and tough for them to come in a situation, especially because, you know, they're probably getting drafted to teams that freaking – Suck. Well, the uh, offensive lines always stink. I mean, look at Joe Burrow's situation last year. They yeah. tried to assess. Well, they they succeeded. Well, the Packers. I mean, not the Packers. It's okay. The Jaguars. Come offensive, to the dark side. You're literally just brainwashing me with Packers talk. <laughs> the Jaguars' offensive line also stinks. Okay, their offensive tackles allowed a league high 106 pressures last season per uh, Pro Football rep, uh, Focus. Uh, Jawan Taylor, the right tackle, 58 pressures allowed. That's the most among offensive tackles in the NFL. Left tackle Cam Robinson. 40 pressures allowed, eighth most among offensive tackles. He also was playing this season under a franchise tag. Now, they did draft Walker Little out of Stanford. But Walker Little, at second rounder, uh, picked 45. He only played in one game over his last two seasons at Stanford. And he's going to come in there and possibly take over one of those guys, that the aforementioned guys, their job. Or he's more of a long-term project. Their tackles stink. Their offensive line has to get better. And we saw what happened last year. Joe Burrow, even though Joe Burrow, was didn't get hurt inside the pocket. It was because of him and meeting Chase Young at the goal line. But this season, like you have to protect your quarterback. This is the quarterback that takes over a franchise that there are only two uh, Pro Bowl quarterbacks in franchise history are Mark Brunel and freaking David. What's, what's his name? David Garand or whatever. David what? Garrard. Garrard. David yeah. Garrard. Wait, you're not going to give any love to Blake Bortles in the AFC title appearance when he should have? Remember, uh, like Matt LaFleur said. There we go. He almost beat Tom Brady. He almost did beat Tom Brady. He was actually decent in that. Well, he was decent in the first half. He beats Tom Brady. But they also had. They they screwed him over. They screwed over Miles Jack. They did not want the Jags in the Super Bowl. Do you remember that defense, though? That 2017 Jaguars defense was the third best defense in NFL. Jalen Ramsey was. I mean, that was his year. That's Not not that Jalen Ramsey is a slouch now, but I mean, I I love that Jags team. I remember he grabbed the mic. He's like, we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to win that. Beep. Yeah. Yeah. They were ranked second in total defense back then. They a lot of like last year though like completely they've lost all identity. You know what? Miles Jack is the lone defensive starter returning from that team that made a run to the AFC uh, championship game back in in seventeen. That's ridiculous. Last year they ranked uh, they allowed a franchise worst thirty point eight points per game, four hundred seventeen yards per game, allowed the fifth most total yards in NFL history last year, six thousand six hundred and eighty three 
yards. I don't know if they have anything that's going to allow them. I mean, I know we talked about Griffin that they brought in. Also, you got guys like Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen at defensive end. Ten and a half sacks his rookie season, uh, but you know his sophomore year kind of derailed because of injury. He has to get back to that rookie former better to be a real threat there on the defensive line. But I, I don't know. This team, all in all, should be uh, interesting because I think Lawrence is going to be a, a great, great, great uh, player in this league for a very long time. Him pair with Urban Meyer, who you also hate, could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little fun fact for you. Uh, only five teams has made the playoffs with a rookie quarterback and a first-year coach since 1967. The most recent, of course, uh, or maybe not, of course, Andrew Luck and Chuck Pagano. Yeah. And that was, what, 2012? Also, also Mark Sanchez and um Mark Rex Sanchez Ryan. and Rex Ryan. Oh, yeah. They made it also with Harbaugh and a little trivia with myself, Harbaugh and um, Flacco also made it as a little rookie first-year duo, too. So I think there would be an interesting team. It would be fun to watch. Um, but other than that, I'm probably going to take the under on six and a half. I'll probably actually have them winning exactly six games, probably going six and 11 this year. Their schedule isn't easy. It's not easy, especially for a team that's going to like going through some growing pains. They don't have the most advantageous schedule for them. Yeah, man. And like Urban Meyer could be an absolute disaster. We've never seen him at the NFL level. But what, what, I mean, the reason could I'm he not be gonna... like Jimmy Johnson to the Dallas Cowboys? Well, Jimmy Johnson's first year after after coming out of Miami, Dallas was terrible. I mean, so, but the, still, could it be time, the Jimmy Johnson syndrome? Maybe. I mean, at the same time, like everywhere Urban Meyer goes, and granted, okay, it's at the collegiate level, but everywhere he goes, he wins. He wins exactly. 187 but and 32 in college. I just don't know that he's going to be able to do that year one because the secondary is all new faces. Like, who's the number one corner? Like you just said, is it going to be? Shaq Griffin? Is it going to be C.J. Henderson? You look at the safety position, I guarantee you Jared Wilson gets the start, uh, at least to start the year, and I'm not buying into that secondary whatsoever. They got Tyson Campbell back there. They got Tyson Campbell, but still, like, that defense... Yeah, I'm not sold on. So I wouldn't take the over right now over at BetMGM. Again, the win total for the Jags this year, six and a half, minus 110 both ways to make the playoffs, plus 350. If I'm making a play on the Jags, right? Because let's say I don't want to touch that win total. You know, you look I mean, it's good schedule. odds. It's good odds, though. Minus one ten both ways. Yeah, you look at the you look at the schedule, though. Okay, week one, you get Houston. That should be a victory. I don't care how young Trevor Lawrence. I don't care that Urban Meyer's never coached a game. Houston's a disaster. You know, then you go to then you get Denver. Then you get Arizona. You get Cincinnati, Tennessee, Miami, Seattle, Buffalo, Indy, San Fran, Atlanta. Yeah. So not and a then lot the Rams. of dubs there. So I'm not touching the win total. But let's say they do win seven, eight games. How, what, after what you just named, how do you get seven, eight Ws? Well, let's just say like Trevor Lawrence okay, has a ridiculous say- rookie season like the second half of Andrew Luck's rookie season. Because I love that comparison because these are the two most hyped quarterbacks. He's the most hyped quarterback. Like the most like can't miss prospects since, since Andrew Luck. Yeah, we've been talking about drafting you him know? number one overall since so, his rookie, like his freshman year in Clemson. So why would I take why, why would I take the Jags to go over six and a half wins minus one ten when I could just take Trevor Lawrence and this is a boring pick and I just got done talking about how much I like Kyle Pitts to win Rookie of the Year because you're getting eight to one odds over at BetMGM. But if I think the Jags realistically are going to win seven to eight games, you know damn well Trevor Lawrence is going to be Rookie of the Year and you're still getting three to one odds plus three hundred for Trevor Lawrence who. I mean, he's going to be the face of the franchise. He has the long hair. We've known about him forever at Clemson. He's got the national title. He's a winner. Um, I personally, I don't hate him, but as a Notre Dame fan, I can't love him either. Yeah. But that's that would be my play. Trevor so Lawrence play, plus 300. Yeah. And I, and, and I don't mind that either. I, like, I love Tre- Trevor Lawrence. He has great hair. Also, his like his fake sister on social media looks like she could play some football <laughs> as well. Um, I, I, I'm with you there. I, I, I would play both. I, I 
Don't mind playing Trevor Lawrence as the favorite to win Rookie of the Year because also this is a quarterback's award nine times out of ten. And also the fact that, you know, the total, six and a half. I feel like I'll take the under on that at minus 110. I think I'm getting great odds on both of those, of course, courtesy of BetMGM tonight. So your play, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence That's to win it. Rookie of the Year would probably be it. Or, I mean, Over under. you want to get wild? Travis Etienne, 25 to 1 to win Rookie of the Year at BetMGM. No shot. He's lining up at wide receiver. I'd go, I'd go under six and a half wins on the Jazz. I also go under six and a half wins, but six and 11 is a good prediction. 